The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to remind people about uh, what Leo Varadkar, the Taoiseach, had to say on the Pat Kenny show yesterday. So he says he assumes he was briefed on the state's policy towards settling claims in relation to families being overcharged for nursing homes. However, he doesn't know when or by whom. Here he is with Pat yesterday. Um, but did you get that it. stealth memo? Oh, no. And actually, if you read the article, it doesn't say I did. Um, it, 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 so this relates to a 2011 memo, which was... Uh, it would appear circulated to four, mem- four members. And this would have been helping Mr. James Riley. Um, none of the people who are current in the current government. Um, I, I, I understand we're on the distribution list this memo. So as far as certainly what I can say, I was never, I was never um, party to uh, devising or agreeing a legal strategy in relation to nursing home charges. Okay, that was the Taoiseach with Pat just yesterday. He didn't get any memo, nor did any current member of government get any memo. Take a listen to him in the doll this afternoon. I must have been briefed on it. Um, ministers before me and after me were, as were the junior ministers, but I can't tell you when or by whom, in what depth or in what detail or whether it was written or verbal. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to find that out uh, when, when, when documents um, are gone through in the Department of Health. Uh, the policy and strategy was derived and agreed prior to me becoming Minister for Health. Uh, I don't specifically know if I was asked to sign off on continuing it, but as I said, if I was, uh, I would have, because this is a sound policy approach. All right, that was the Taoiseach this afternoon. So he did get a memo, and not only did he get a memo, but subsequent ministers of health to him got a memo, which would be another current cabinet minister in Simon Harris. John Lee, executive editor of the Irish Daily Mail, with me. Uh, John, uh, the Taoiseach, it seems, at sixes and sevens. We'll talk about him in just a moment, but just very, very briefly, if you can, and I understand it's complicated, uh, not as complicated as the government want us to believe. Can you just catch people up? Exactly what is alleged to have happened here? Well, you you summarise the government strategy very well. That you know, we're all we're all lower beings who can't really understand what they're doing in the in in, in the ivory tower that is government buildings, and that was the very that was the very nature of the discussions that were revealed to us uh, in documents that we received from a whistleblower, Shane Cor, that. The, this strange spell has 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 captured successive governments, where they see that the the efforts to stop the government, the state exposing itself on these nursing charges, was was primary to reimbursing the people who had been incorrectly taken, had their had their funds taken off them to in the most traumatic of situations, as as many of us know from family members and, and friends and everything else in our community, that this can happen very quickly. Very simply, the public there was the public se- um, sector where one could uh, uh, house yourself maybe or a spouse or a family member in a nursing home when they had reached that point where they couldn't look after mm. themselves at home. Um, People were charged for that. It was it was known by successive administrations over a period of now fifty years, but certainly up until two thousand and nine, the state knew it was illegal to take these charges from people, and it continued to take them. But there, there, there. Fast forward then to two thousand nine, the fair deal came came through that that made it possible for for people to. Um, Pay, pay through property and other means for their, their care and, and a redress scheme was, in, in, was introduced for people on a very limited basis, not very widely but mm. advertised, where people could get redress for the public system. But 
and this is said in a crucial secret 2011 memo, the government accepted that under 1970 legislation, people who had sought a, play, a position in the public uh, system and couldn't get it and paid out for private were due to be reimbursed. The, 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 the impression that these were rich people who decided to go off and get um, uh, help in the private sector for their loved ones is not the case. These were people who could not get places in the public sector. They were entitled to reimbursement. The new government came in in 2011. That was Enda Kenny's um, huge majority in a coalition mm-hmm. with James Riley as Minister for Health. We have a, a, a document that is stamped at the very top and is fully available to everyone in government should they seek it. Not only that, we sent it to the members of government last night, including Leo Varadkar's uh, Deputy Government Press Secretary, uh, the, the excerpt, excerpts that they sought. And that is stamped secret. In that, in 2011, what I would call the foundation document, the government decides to secretly pursue a legal strategy whereby they will, and this is in black and white, they will contest claims by people. It's a small number of people. I'll just jump to this. 346 legal cases are being Mm. taken. It wasn't a massive exposure. Nevertheless, they said from the Attorney General to Enda Kenny to James Riley that we will fight this all the way. But we know they say it in numerous documents, we actually haven't got a legal basis to win this. So when we bring these people, and let's not forget the, the, the profile of the people we're talking about here, not rich, well-funded um, uh, people who are used to dealing with the legal system, they're forced to fight their way through. When mm. we get to the point at the very end when we know we're going to lose in court, we settle. This, and we settle for a reduced amount. This has echoes... For a lot of people I know of of cervical check and Danny McConnell was making that point with Pat this morning. For me as well, John, this has echoes of uh, another strategy that the state pursues and it's with regard to, say, catastrophic injuries that happen, uh, personal injury claims. And you often hear parents of children who are the victims of those injuries who take cases against the state. And they say that the impression they get is that the state fight them tooth and nail because they hope, A, that they'll run out of money and they'll give up their the pursuance of their claim, or B, and this is the really egregious claim, that that the child in question might actually just pass away and that the claim might go away. And parents regularly say this on the steps of the High Court after settlements like this are made, and this has real echoes of it. The government acknowledging in one memo that they're in the wrong, that this money is owed, and then in another memo, Mark Secret, they say, but let's fight them on it. Let's fight them on it and we might save ourselves a few bob. Absolutely, Kieran. You, you know, this is something a lot of people will tell you uh, who have been on this programme that they have experienced. That is the strategy. Let's fight it with all the resources, the powerful resources of the state, the financial resources. You know, so many media organisations, the one I work for will tell you about taking court cases, sometimes for reasons of uh, discovery and other things with the state. They fight you all the way. The, the, the memos that were given to um, a number of current uh, ministers said, this is going well, by the way, you know, um, uh, I quickly look at a memo that was given to Leo Radker on the 5th of May t- 2016. This th- gives tells them how it's going. 2005, 282 cases were, were, were taken against the state. This, th- it became clear to everyone that we're got their state, we're going to fight this all the way. By 2012, that's one case. By 2013, it's one case. 2014, zero. 2015, zero. 2016-0. So people now understood that there's no point in fighting and this. And that's why Leo Varadkar in the doll today says listen this is good policy. What we'll be left with is 
um, is Leo Varadkar telling us that this is good policy? Uh, and that's not that's not um, zero in, in on him. I think he's a decent person. But uh, when we speak about capture, the civil service capturing people, what this means eventually when you're in government, when you're in a high office for long enough, it gets to a point that I think you seem to lose the the ability to distinguish between legal right and moral right. Mm. Now this, this, at some point, one would have thought some really emotionally intelligent people across 50 years, okay, so we're not concentrating on, we're talking yeah. the 1970s on, at some point did someone go, this is wrong, this is wrong. I don't care what the exposure to the state is. They were getting to the higher figure of 12 billion, it was never going to be like that, that wasn't, but... I, I, you know, politicians, civil servants, do they have relatives? Do they have elderly relatives who, who they may may see having to fight the state to get a few mm. quid to, to obtain money that the state admits over and over in documents that we are wrong here? I, I, I want to talk about the politics of where this goes in a moment, John, so stay with me. But Suzanne Rogers <coughs> is on the line, research and policy analyst with Social Justice Ireland. Suzanne, what is your reaction to hearing all of this? I suppose quite similar to some of the points that he's already made, that these weren't rich people who who made a decision to enter private nursing care. These were low-income households. They were medical card holders. So as we all know, medical card holders, you have to be means tested. You have to have an income below a certain level. And it's exactly that. There wasn't, when I say there was a choice made, it was a choice made because you had no choice. You had, a, a, you know, you had a family member who required more care than you were able to give at home. Entering long-term nursing care is such a difficult decision for any family who, you know, who ends up making that decision. People don't enter into this whole process lightly. And, you know, it, it goes back into that whole thing that, you know, there's massive families have been affected by this. And again, just to pick up on that point as well about access to justice, for the, for the people who went forward with legal cases, again, that presumes that you've got the time and the energy to be able to do these things. I'm always conscious as well that, you know, if you have a right, you've only got a right if you can realise that right, if you're aware that you have a right to do things. So it, it just brings up so many different aspects for us, especially even to, in, just in terms of the social contract that and we live in a society. Sorry. I'm so sorry, so I didn't mean to cut across you. I was just going to ask, I mean, what have you made of... The government's response to this so far this week, you know, first of all, God, I, I'm not sure about these memos. I don't remember seeing any of those memos. And then, oh, I, it does appear that I've seen these memos and my cabinet colleagues have also seen these memos. And we're not actually distancing ourselves from the memo anymore. We think this is decent policy. It'll be really interesting, I suppose. What, what we've asked, I suppose, is that, you know, everything be put out into the public domain, that we have access to the papers, because that's, as everybody says, information is power, knowledge is power, that we can see what's actually in them. And again, it's it's about that social contract, I suppose, that aspect of it, that a transparent government, that a government that you can see what they're doing, um, you know, that, that that is really, really important, especially when I think in light of, I suppose, the way politics is moving, generally speaking, across the world over the last couple of years, it's really, really important that we have trust in our government and that we have trust in the system because the system, mm. we presume... We pay in when we can, we take out when we need it. That's the sort of, that social contract that we have. And like that really, it sets out the expectations we have, the rights we have and the responsibilities that we have as individuals and institutions. And I think the strength of a democracy is defined by the strength of its social contract. Uh, John, uh, politically, how difficult a position are the government 
in now? I mean, the tactic seems to be what to, to kind of muddy the waters. This is this is this is much more complicated than people are letting on. Seems to be the the the, the message from Leinster House between um, twenty eleven and twenty seventeen, according to the documents we saw. Um, the the Finnegale-led governments um, sought to pursue a ploy, a legal ploy, where they would um, inhibit people from uh, getting access to the funds that they were entitled to. Um, Leo Varadkar said yesterday that he 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 on this program that he he did not have um, knowledge of this. He said today in the doll he do, he does so. I'm 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 starting to question where we are in politics. That um, if 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 the Taoiseach says one thing and then says another, what are the ramifications for that? Um, what may protect them is that it seems every centrist party we have known that has ever been in government in in, in the history of the Irish state is somehow um, tainted by this. Mm. Sinn Fein aren't, and this will be either a slow or rapid. Um, acceleration towards Sinn Féin taking government. That, that's beyond doubt. With whom, we don't know. Um, but we have a debate in the Dáil next week where a lot of this will be cleared up. Mm. Um, uh, Leo Varadkar uh, may tr- was last night questioning who the minister was at the department. That, uh, was it him? He's claiming it's not. The documents we have say the minister, who is the Minister for Health in 2016. So let's see how it plays out. All right. Uh, John Lee, Executive Editor of the Irish Daily Mail. John, thank you uh, for joining us. And thank you as well uh, to, to, to Suzanne, Suzanne Rogers, Research and Policy Analyst with Social Justice Ireland. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.